sitting here around here dancing, and no one can see us. It's great. I love that it's an audio format. <laughs> For all you audio do. listeners out there. Maybe someday we'll get video. Who knows? But we'll figure it out. Never. For all you video subscribers, you don't exist. Yeah. You're just this watching... is going up on the YouTube channel. Yeah. <laughs> you're just you're just watching a little picture of our logo while our voices zoom in through your speakers. We're Fun in your fact. house. Could be Fun fact name. about that logo. It's the Talkbox Podcast. Hey! Because we need to say our name at least once. Because otherwise you won't know what's happening. Exactly. So here I we are. I could just make the logo something else. Why? No. You could. Why, not, why would you do that? Do they not know what they clicked on? They like, might uh, not. No. We could just uh, make it a big picture of Adam's face. autoplay take over? <laughs> Chat anyway, Doritos, welcome, it? welcome to another episode. Uh, as always, I'm Zach. I'm Chad. I'm Alyssa. Who's a guest this time? Fuck yeah! Good job being on the thing. Last That's okay. Time... We're a podcast, not a radio. So, oh, okay, cool. The FCC doesn't care about us. Yeah. I'm Pat. I'm Adam. Last time Alyssa was here was when we first started. Yeah. yeah. It's about four years ago. That's weird. <laughs> was it for the uh, for the Pokemon episode way back when? No, there was another one you randomly yeah. walked in on. Kind of like a human leap year, you know? Yeah. yeah. So here we are once again. Here we are once again for another episode of the Talkbox Podcast. What are we talking about today, Adam? I don't know. I'm off the list. Well, I'll I'll tell you what we're talking about. What are we talking about, Zach? We're talking about the brand new innovation of gaming that is that new crazy shit the Nintendo folks are coming out with the The, Switch. The Ah. Nintendo Switch. Get me a stick out back so I can beat you with it. The Switch. I'm surprised um, it wasn't called is the Is it a Wii console? Me. Is it a handheld? Is it a overgrown iPad? Who why knows? Not, why not all three, Pat? <laughs> why not all three? So, for those who have been living under a rock for the past, like, maybe, oh, I don't know, 36 hours, uh, probably longer by the time, well, by the time this podcast goes up. But for the past 36 hours, everyone and their mother has been talking about the Nintendo Switch. They had the conference about it the other night. And it looks pretty interesting. Um, it's, it's a new, like, portable handheld hybrid with, like, an actual console. It's a weird thing. They have, like, a docking station that you can put it in and you can play it on your TV. Yes. Or you can take the the portable part with you and it's got, like, a three to four to five to six hour charge that you can just play games on, which is, oddly enough, comparable to the 3DS, which I thought was pretty cool. So Better than my iPad. They are have an asking price, I believe, is going to be $300, and they already started pre-orders. And people are saying that the price is a little high, but it's like, you look at the Wii U a couple years back, it was $299. Like, it's the same price well, as what they're asking for right now. Also, the competitors, I mean, what, okay, what are we competing with? Other consoles? Yeah. Like? Well, that's the thing, because there's no really other handhelds, because Nintendo owns that market pretty much. Like, the PS Vita does nothing. Well, the... Nintendo is also dipping into this, but the competing market is smartphones. Yeah, the mobile gaming industry, pretty much. So, I mean, for in terms of handhelds, really, it's just the 3DS, which is Nintendo's thing. So the only thing that it could compete against, I guess, would be uh, consoles and PC for, you know, that core, regular gaming. And that's typically... upwards of $300. Yeah, yeah. Like more than $300. Consoles, on average, are, like, how much... I don't well, know like how much new, the PlayStation is, but... New, I think they're going down. Because I remember when, like, launch, weren't they, like... was the going price for the consoles. And they go down every year, but it's one of those things. Well, they make changes. Like, they drop, like, for the Xbox, they drop the Kinect, and they're like, okay, $400, and sometimes you can get them for $300. Now they're doing the new Slim. I think that's going to be $400. I can look it up. That sounds about right. Do you think the Switch will be immersive? 
I think it'll definitely be something different. Like, a lot of people are really... Like, I know, I know that the presentation the other night left people with a lot more questions than answers, which bugs me a little bit, because mm-hmm. that's kind of the same way that well, the Wii U's conference went, is a lot of people had questions about it, and no one was really Nintendo's sure. that's thing. Yeah. Like, that's just how they handle their publicity. Yeah. You know what else is their thing? Making annoying to hold looking controllers. Honestly, that's because the same thing I was going to go off of because it looks very, uh, it doesn't look very ergonomic. It doesn't. Well, like I, and I get that like I'm used to like, you know, PlayStation PlayStation controllers work a certain way. You know, Xbox controllers work a certain way. And those both feel nice and comfortable in your hands. Mm-hmm. Yes. The GameCube controllers were always like super great. But then they're like, oh, we're making a new, con-, and I'm like, the GameCube was like the the rational one in the line because when they first yeah because first it was a bot a square then it became that three pronged Nintendo sixty four yeah. where do, you, with the where do your hands go um, it was either you do like half and then the other half or then the other it was a mess there was a lot of moving your hand around but the that's for that like you look at a lot of like even now you look at like competitive Smash Brothers and like. Everything people still oh, they, have. They use the GameCube controller. Yeah, of yeah. course. Like no one's using like regular controller for you know Smash Bros. And the the Wii and Wii U controllers. Mm-hmm. Oh, Adam. To answer your question, uh, depending on where you buy it, it's anywhere from. This is the Xbox One S, uh-huh. slim one. It's anywhere from two sixty five to three hundred. Oh, that's yeah. Nice. So right. why would you? So in the ballpark. Yeah, uh, I said four hundred, but yeah. Personally, <laughs> in my mind, why would I blow three hundred dollars on a Nintendo Switch when I can get a perfectly nice Xbox for the same amount of money? Because you want games. Yeah. Uh, the the key two things that this is being sold on is the fact that a it's Nintendo, so you know you're going to have a lot of like first party exclusives that you couldn't get on yes. any other console. Yeah. It's also a super family friendly console. Uh, yep. The second thing is that they're really pushing the portability thing because they had a lot of stuff in the conference that was like, okay, so you can take this with you and like you could be playing Skyrim on the bus while or, you're or going to work flight. or going on a plane flight. Yeah. Or if you can gather up with like uh, seven other people, you could have an eight-man game of Splatoon using just like local uh, yeah. LAN Wi-Fi essentially. So you can yeah. just like go up and meet somewhere and just you know play games with people. Yeah, it's it's, it it's more party. it's more the portability because it's like when you have when you when you have like a party game or something. Mm-hmm. Usually it's everyone gathering at like one person's house, and it's great for consoles, not so much for PCs because when you think of PCs, you usually think that they're in like an office setting or something like that. Occasionally, well, like, like they'll hook it up to a television, but for for a PC, you're like, expecting either everyone to be at their own home or a land environment. Exactly, and land is not a home thing to do. Yeah, land but with is definitely this, a lot. Like having done a couple of land parties, like every time I go, I'm like, man, this takes up so much space. And then like you're just sitting in one spot, mm-hmm. and if you don't have the right chair, you're like, ah, oh, this isn't my chair. I'm in someone's wooden chair that they like have. It's really mm-hmm. like weird. Just kind of sit there, like uncomfortably, like doing. But like, other times, it's nice because yeah. then, like, the one guy who has an Oculus Rift brings it, and then you can all use yeah. it, which is nice. You know, I see what you guys are saying, but for me, who you know, I have a background in design. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, the the fact that it's so ergonomically, seemingly unfriendly, and it has a chunky design, kind of defeats the purpose of taking it everywhere. Right. Because you're going to have to shove it in your backpack. It's going to take a, sh- a shitload of space. Albeit, I admit, you clearly need a bag. You're not, it's yeah, not going to go absolutely. So I think I think that Nintendo should have taken a page from Apple or somehow fitting all this processing power into a thinner concept. Well, well it's not the processing power. They're going for a screen. No, I understand that. So if you fit it into a thinner format, you'd have more space for screen and then could use more of a touch-based well, uh, controlling system. 
when it's like, oh, what am I going to use as a portable? And they're like, oh, we want to use, you know, the Nintendo Switch can be portable. Oh, okay, but, like, I already have a 3DS. Yeah. I already have a Nintendo portable thing that works going around. Like, I'm still going to be buying games for that if they keep making games that I like. And I'm, it's like it's not like I'm going to go out and get a Switch and then be like, oh, I can use it at home. Oh, I can use it going out. I already have a yeah. 3DS for That's going one, out. That yeah. is one of the selling points. The other thing is like, well, okay, if the if the portability is enough for you, right. like you say you have a 3DS, can you play Skyrim on your 3DS? No. Can you play Splatoon? No. It's a completely different caliber of game. Yeah, and it's, I, I can appreciate that. It's, it's like you good. can do different things with it. Like, yes, obviously, if you have the 3DS and you want just to play games that are portable, you probably could just, you know, right. stick with your 3DS and you don't need to buy the Switch at all. But it's like, if you wanted to be able to play a lot of these other games on the go, or, you know, just be able to, to I guess, have that feature if you really wanted to play your games on the go, um, make you can point. do that. You can already do that with the Wii U. It's just that no one does that. So you can easily fit a Wii U console itself in a backpack, have it plugged in with an extension cord, keep it in your backpack, then when you're Dude, on like a bus or something, really fucking crazy. pull it out of your that backpack, plug it. I've seen guys do it on the subway, yes. and they have the controller there, and it has the screen there, and they're just playing their game right there. Well, okay. you can't that's do that if you want to look airplane. like a crazy person. You can't person. do that on an airplane. You can that, do it on a subway, that, and you can do it on a bus. That's clearly a niche audience. Yes. Yeah. With this, it's like saying, you just hey, take, that's you just a take the Switch controller, with your and then you're using that. Yeah. Just pour some, like, It also sounds like a fire hazard. Well, the the Switch controller attaches to the screen itself. Yeah, it attaches to the dock. And then you could take it off of the dock, put the controllers on the sides, and then you take that with you, and that itself is now the console. That sounds like another accident waiting to happen. If you mm. keep on clicking and unclicking this thing, how do you know it's not going to just break on you? Well, also, how, like I've never really seen a comparison of like how small the actual control halves mm. are. I know they break off, and you can uh, have two of them together, or you can have them hooked up to the screen. From what I've seen, it looks approximately like the current remotes, the motion center ones. Yeah. Okay. Approximately the size of that. On the side of the okay, they look a little bit smaller from yes, what I saw in the conference, sleeper. but well, it's like it's not much. When different. I first saw them, I was like, "Why do they have like just like nunchuck sized like controls?" <laughs> Personally, on side? I hated those those Wii. And here's things, the thing: so. how hard is it going to like if I lose one? Because mm-hmm. people are going to lose some. Oh, the same same thing with the Wii modes. They're they're just going to mass produce them yeah. and give you yeah. the capability. Now the, the the asking price for it for three hundred, I don't think is completely unreasonable given mm-hmm. it's, it's a it's a brand new console. B it's the same thing as what the Wii U was on launch. But it's I'm wondering what you're getting for what? that three hundred. Is there what's going to be people are talking about? I think you're basically you're guaranteed to get it cheaper later on. Like, yeah, I could see within like a year yeah. or two when they've because like again. I'm not a fan of like jumping at launches. Like, oh yeah, launches are super cool, but like, there's a lot of like hardware problems and software problems that need to be ironed out. Yeah. So it's one of those things. Like, wait a couple years, and that three hundred dollar price tag is going to be at yeah. least like two hundred bucks. Because I think the three hundred dollar console gets you like the dock, a set of controllers, the, the portable screen, yeah. um, well, and then uh, all of the possible the screen, cables and the stuff like that. The screen is the console. Yeah. 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 But it basically okay, it gets you the dock then that can plug into your TV, so you, you can then yeah. use that feature. So it comes with all that. But I also There's noticed that it doesn't come with a game that we know of yet. Which, to be fair, a lot of other consoles these days launch with at least like something. Yeah. Uh, for sometimes example, it's like yeah. small, like with the Wii, well, for like, example, they unleash Wii Sports. was like an origin for right. the Wii, Xbox One. Uh, Wii U so was uh, um, Assassin's Creed Black Flag. That's right. Assassin's Creed Black Flag. Gears yeah, of War. Um, Gears of War. Like, always there's been, always been something that just comes with the console that you could like, you know, get and play right away. So that's yeah. three hundred dollars you're spending on a console, but you're not getting a game for it. That, mm-hmm. That's another like, you know, fifty, well, sixty bucks that you're spending on a they, game for it too. Didn't they mention that there were some like 
I remember hearing about there was like a milking game, and there were a couple of games that come preloaded onto it, it's, but they aren't like official like games you could buy on like. It's probably what they yeah, I thought there were more like it's, demos. It's probably or something. what they did with um, Nintendo Land for the Wii U, right? Because that came, uh, I think it came with Nintendo Land, and my brother got it bundled with the new Super Mario Brothers. Mm. So, so it could be that. Also, to think about. we could see a lot more um, customization when it comes with like whenever you get like a special 3DS. Comes with a game, comes with a special design on it, comes with some other bag stuff. Like uh, they'll have like um, like a Gears of War like, like X- branded yeah. uh, mm. Xbox or like a fancy Metal Gear Solid branded uh, PS4 where it comes with a game, comes with a special design on it. And Nintendo's all about that. Like you look at 3DSs all over the place. They got like Pokemon. special Wind Waker ones, special Pokemon ones, special yeah. whatever. Yeah. And so I'm sure they'll do that with this. Probably. There'll, there'll probably be times coming from around the corner, so... Uh, the other thing that I thought, like, there, there are two other really big things that I wanted to touch upon mm-hmm. that are kind of, I feel, egregious. Um, the $300 price tag is one thing, I think that's fine. Mm-hmm. But the amount of money that you probably will have to spend on accessories for this thing, huh. if you want to get an additional set of controllers, that's like $70. Right. If no, you want to get not, a, if you crazy if you, comparison, though. I, I know, but it's like, if you want to get, like, another dock for, right. like, another television somewhere in the house... Ninety dollars yeah. or something like that. That's kind of be. I feel like it's work. like that's a lot of money to be sinking into this kind of stuff. You gotta wait till they release the third party. Stuff. So that's the first point, and then the second point was that. Um, oh my god! Why did I lose it automatically? Is it the games or the uh, like the? 3DS games? No, that I think is fine because they, honestly, yeah. cartridges store a lot more data than CDs these yes. days, so I don't have a problem with that. Oh my god. Alright, let's talk about that first bit with the accessories, and okay. then I'll come back to it if I remember it. So we okay. had the same problems. That the accessories were incredibly expensive? Uh, I remember the in order to get a um, GameCube controller adapter, it was like 150 bucks. For yeah. And that only had like an adapter for like two to three controllers, maybe four. So it was... And it was one of those things where, like, I had I went over to a friend's house and they were like, "Oh, we have a Wii U." Um, thankfully, some of us have DSs and 3DSs and the game, so we can play them. But a lot of us are just going to have to either use the Wii controller or use the Wii U controller or mm. use this controller or that controller, or whatever, mm. to make it all work out. I think my, um, the other thing too is, uh, I think my brother ended up going third party uh, for like the the charging dock, right? Which will probably end up happening with this. And was that a lot cheaper, or yeah, it was a lot cheaper. Nice. I mean, we'll see because it makes it like the way that the system just kind of works from the presentations. It yeah. makes me seem that they're not going to let third party developers just have the blueprints of their technology to make stuff that mm. works for cheaper. Well, I know they made like third need, party Wiimotes. You don't need blueprints. You need, well, you know what I mean. All I need. Like, to, hold on. All it, all I would need is to have. I would give. Uh, uh, say you're my engineer. I'd say hey. You're my lead engineer in my department. Here is $300. Buy a new Nintendo Switch. Bring it back here. We'll dissect the shit out of it. We'll see if we can't make one, like, something to adapt to it. Yeah. And that's all it would take. It would be like, oh, we bought one. All right. We'll take a look at it. Take it apart. See if we can't make something that works with it. Um, for the most part, that's true. But, A, that's illegal. B, <laughs> that doesn't stop people from doing it. Number yeah. one. No. Uh, B, it's not as easy as it sounds on paper because as with any published program or software right. that stuff is has its like actual coding right. locked away like you the traditional user cannot access it yeah. easily is it encrypted uh more or less okay. but it's accessible it's just 
hard to get to. Right. Okay. It's mostly just like, to avoid I mean, having like so you can't take like a PS3 and make it work with like a Wii thing. Yeah, but people can still do that yeah. with enough like cracking and hacking and bopping around. <laughs> Don't you guys think it would be better to have like more of an Xbox Live system? So this is this is my idea. Mm-hmm. You have a cloud-based gaming system, mm-hmm. so you don't have any use for uh, cartridges. That will lower the production cost of the game. Would yeah. you agree on that? It uh, would lower the production cost. Okay, yes. so great. That, that so, does so exist. So bear with me. Yeah, bear with me. So it's like a Steam-based program. This is, this is what I'm imagining. Steam-based program and the uh, device, we're going to say the Switch, just communicates with the, say, Steam-based cloud. Now, you can download some games that don't require Internet access. You know, your, uh, I don't know, uh, Bejeweled. Remember that game back in the day? Mm-hmm. People still play it. And, yeah, so you could have that on maybe where there's an area with no Internet access, say a plane, you're taking off. Or right. we, well, you can't oh, play Skyrim it. Skyrim fits this example yeah. since we're talking right. about the Right, so you don't need yeah. Internet access for yeah. this. So you have your games in case you can't have Internet access. Mm-hmm. Wi-Fi use is becoming more prolific. So, uh, you know, down the line, there'll be Wi-Fi everywhere. Of course. I think it would be better and to design Wi-Fi a console. Yeah, design much. a console based on that, rather than depending on cartridges, will be dead. But that's well, some, some could argue that we already have that console now in the PC market with, you know, laptops and whatnot, because you could just download Steam and have that. Right. Yes, you do lose out on, like, some well, Nintendo exclusives okay. and whatnot. No, but no, no, no. I'm not saying it's the exclusivity that we're losing out on. I'm saying you're gaining portability with this internet access, well, and I think, I think it could pare down on size. Well, well, hold Hold on, hold on. Nintendo does do this. It does? Yeah. Nintendo has online store, Mm -hmm. and you can download games digitally and purchase them digitally. They are by far the worst at doing this because they will make you jump through hoops, and they don't believe in... It's a lot of hoops. Oh, I see. (laughs) That's why I don't hear about it too often. Well, it's because it's... So, like, for instance, um, so Fire Emblem Awakening uh, came out, and... Mm -hmm. Or not Awakening... Well, hold on. Let me just finish my thought. Yeah, no, no, you got yours. If you bought a game digitally on the Wii U, Mm -hmm. you're going to have to jump through some intense hoops to get that game digitally moved on to the new Switch. And as they did with the Wii to the Wii U, and so on and so forth. But what were you going to say, Chad? Uh, It actually ties into my next point that I was going to make, because I remembered it now. Um, The new internet process that they have. So how it's going to work is Nintendo's always been good about having games like not need to like be paid for online whereas you have like the PlayStation Network or Xbox Live yeah. you have to pay a subscription per month to use those with the uh, switch not for PlayStation PSN. Not with PSN PSN is free the only thing you have to pay for is PlayStation Plus okay yeah. which is how you get free games yeah. um, every well, month also with Xbox now it's they have silver and gold silver's free gold has all the perks okay the perks. well what Nintendo is doing is with the launch of the Switch they're still going to be using a free system like you can just you know play online no problem mm-hmm. as of the uh, fall of 2017 so fall of this year it's going to become a subscription-based service. So, I'm okay. this concerns so me. They're, for, adop- they're adopting their competitors' strategies yes. of monetizing it. This concerns me for two reasons. One, it's like the the Nintendo systems has always been like very family friendly and marketed towards children. So, if like my cousin, little cousin Mason, for example, uh, if he wants to go out and you know, play something online. Like, say he gets the new Splatoon game and wants to, like, immediately jump in mm-hmm. uh, and, like, start playing multiplayer online. He won't be able to do that unless he can, you know, start paying for the subscription to use the service. Well, Which if, is if, unfortunate. If they are adapting a similar strategy, that wouldn't be the case because 
both competitors are both under the philosophy of online access is free, but any extra perks, not including multiplayer, are paid for. Like, um, for Xbox, one of the biggest perks is that you get two free games a month. For me, personally, that pays for itself. Yeah. Not, not, not that I'm going to play half these games, but I now own them, as far as anybody's concerned. And PSN does something very similar. They give you free games every month. I don't actually know. I've never been a PlayStation member, so I don't know exactly what a, well, gold, how it works. Yeah. a gold membership enti- entitles. Maybe Adam would... Because as far as I know, us. we're still almost completely in the dark about how mm-hmm. the payment for it is going to do anything with it. And that was the other thing I was kind of thinking about. It's like, <clears> Nintendo's <throat> online services are not great. They are leagues behind a lot of other people. Like It's like you were saying before with the whole purchasing things online. It's not account-based. Well, it's purely yes. based on your it's device. Like, so like, if, I lost, device, yeah. if I lost my 3DS, for example, I would have to essentially fight to, to, to get a yes. lot of the stuff that I've downloaded on here back. I've heard horror stories. It's not, it's not account-based. It's not like, oh, I can save it and now I have it in my account and then I can download all of that onto a new device if I so wanted what to. What you need to remember is you look back at a lot of the com- so a lot of the sh- companies short failings all three of the major companies Sony, Microsoft, Nintendo stem from their origins uh, Microsoft is a software company so they have a lot of har- software things that they do but when it comes to an issue typically it's a hardware issue you look at the Red Ring of Death you look at a lot of the error messages we were getting that was a hardware problem with the graphics card not being soldered properly uh, you look at a lot of the Sony problems Sony's getting hacked why? because they're not a software company they're a hardware company Yep. Why isn't the, does Nintendo have problems with doing online stuff with their software and sometimes stuff with their hardware? Well, it's because they're a game company. They just you know make what? Personally, games. personally, I think that's BS because if you are in the industry long enough, you bring people on board that can solve these problems. Right. Oh, and they've absolutely adapted. And to be honest, Nintendo is by far the most revolutionary company out of any game company. And I agree. They on are that. willing to go. They are willing to take their giant mountain of gold and throw it at the most irrational things that could potentially prosper. Like Splatoon. They, I think Splatoon, that... They were the first... Perfect, well, because it's like, <laughs> all right, let's make TF2. Sorry, yeah, but instead right. of soldier men, it's a post-apocalyptic world full of squid kids, yep. and they all have squirt guns that shoot ink. You hey, know what? Are you, squid, are you a kid? But still, are you a kid or are I you think a squid? That, I think that even though they have these grand ideas, and I applaud them for that, you know, taking risks and going out there, you don't have a good house if you don't have a good foundation. Right. And their foundation has problems. So they need to maybe scale it back, and people are going to hate me for this, but you need to scale it back a little bit, pour money into that foundation, fix it up, as with the internet problems, because... Personally, I think of that as poor customer service. Well, let's... Can I make a comment? I think Nintendo was never really intent on doing online gaming. Their whole thing was being in the same place, playing it with people in the same room. Family, family games. Yeah. It's always been family, family style. Games. Well, I think they, they only really got into online gaming once they realized, oh... This is how people play. This is we how, can try yeah. to cater to that. If you take yeah. away Splatoon, off the top of your head, can you name another multiplayer Nintendo game? Smash yeah. Brothers, Play, Mario Kart. Uh, played online? Well, yeah, played online. Mm-hmm. Notably played online. Specifically Mario Kart, but yeah, Mario Kart, Smash oh, yeah. Brothers. Oh, that's, that's something that evolved into that. Oh, that evolved into that? Yeah, yeah. well, like, no, like, 
Mario Kart started, Origi- and like, there were four iterations. Oh, oh, you're saying of, of ones that were specifically made for online As an games. online play game. Oh, and I see what you're not. saying with that, but if you already have one well, game, yeah. I would yeah. I would consider your first online game a beta test in itself. Right. So you have, you're testing the game, but you're also testing your game's capabilities. Mm-hmm. Uh, there should have been feedback from the customer base that says, hey... Your internet is shit. Can you please work on this? So they should have... I think that Nintendo should have taken it upon itself, if it wants to get more integrated into online gaming anyway, to pour resources into um, refining its networking. Well, let's talk about... You mentioned having a strong foundation. So uh, with the Switch, the strong foundation is going to be why people are buying the Switch. What are they looking for to play with the Switch the list of games that we have so far, I know we have all have like a... Uh, there's yep, we have a small list of games if, Pat, you want to pull those oh, yeah, up real sure. quick. Like, yeah. You and I are talking about two different things. You're talking right. about the appeal, well, I'm it, talking about the mechanics. Right. Well, see, that's good. They, they're a company, they have to focus on what their product is, and their product isn't online. Right. Okay. Their product is definitely games. Therefore, when you have a board meeting and someone says... So a big notable complaint has been our the reliability of our online store because mm-hmm. let's be honest that's really all they have. They have a couple of games with online support that actually work through the store. But when that board meeting comes together and there somebody says um, people like our online support is the best, they're going to be that's nice. Anyway, what can we do? to focus about that furthering the primary yeah. goals of the company. Mm-hmm. Not to saying they're ignoring it, it made it to the board meeting, but the board is going to be like, noted, but we're here for the company as for what the company does, and that's to sell our type of games, which are traditionally in-home family games. I would consider that, if I were at the board meeting, a red flag, because if you have a division... Well, this is how every company works. I disagree. I, if you have a division... <laughs> Like online gaming, and yeah. you want to proliferate that, and it's you know already having some significant problems. Well, let's, we just pointed out that it's not something that they really want to. Uh, oh, so they're not currently thinking of expanding more. They're like, into it. okay, online exists, but let's make sure that our um, I think cover our bases. I think you're misinterpreting oh. my analogy. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And I'm also, now I'm also I understand. Splatoon yeah. only came out in 2015. That's true. So they're still trying to figure this out. Yeah. So they're still working on it. It's, still, it, it, it's something it, that they're like. Oh, I thought stumbling. it came out earlier. No, nope. and in their defense, not a lot. Not a lot of online game works. That's true. What, what's that Tom Clancy game? The Division. Oh, the points division. at the division. Yeah, that's not their. I mean, that's not even their thing. But I yeah, I know what you're. Yeah. What you're but like, that's right. a, a perfect example of like online being kind of a mess sometimes. Yeah. 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 Uh, so games that are coming out for the Switch. We yep. got uh, the new Zelda, which yep. everyone's yep. like losing the shit over. The launch day they're saying would include based on this thing Chad mm-hmm. sent my way. Uh, Legend, the new Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wind. Um, Wild. Wild. Breath of the Wild, yep. Whatever. Wind Wild. Potato, wild. tomato. Zelda, uh, the wind rises. The story of how they invented Miyazaki. Skylanders, um, imaginations. Yeah, imaginators. That's always a, imaginators. That's always yep. Skylanders, imaginators. Uh, Switch 1 2, or 1 2 Switch, yeah. however you want to read that. And Super Bomberman. That actually kind of. Yeah, Super Bomberman are. And let's not forget Just Dance, whichever Just Dance they're on now. Well, I mean, that's, that's like. Yeah. Why not? That's. Far from like it's an a, exclusive. Hey, it's I will soon. say that a lot of people really like it, 
And it's one of those things I mean, where if you're buying a I family console, right there. oh my exactly. god, this is like Kids Bop Thirty. I know, or something I know, like that. it's it's exactly. That's Kids where Bop music 30. goes to so die. The yeah. first thing that I note here is that is that what that is that is five games, five titles That's on, five. on on launch day. That is yeah. five yeah. games, which is impressive. That sounds roughly around par, though. Are, is that true? Because I feel like we're in an age where it's just like the launch pool just keeps getting shallower and shallower. Well, new well, five is pretty shallow. Well, for a new yeah. console, I'm not surprised. It's not something that you want to like jump into headfirst and not understand the technology. I mean, yeah, like, I guess well, that's let's, true. Let's this way. Let's say you're a Nintendo fan and you don't know anything about Skylanders, which is not unheard of. Okay. Uh, Bomberman's not for you and you're not a particular Zelda fan. You like the Mario games, per se. Mm. Uh, this would be a very, very shallow launch, mm. if, in that yeah. opinion. Oh, that's what you're saying. Okay. Yeah, as in it's like, it's only five games and it's not, I'm not going to say there's not something for everybody in there, but it's yeah. just like, if you if none of the stuff that's on launch appeals to you, you are not going to buy right away. You're probably going to put it off until whenever. Well, especially if they have this kind of promise where I, um, I'm gesturing to a chart for the audio yeah. listeners, um, where they say like in spring, four games are going to come out, Holiday 2017, a Mario game is going to come out, and a general promise over the course of the year of many other games coming out. They, yeah, I can I think easily there's, there's see waiting. Yeah, there, there is one release date which is in April, um, but that's for the. I'm guessing it's a new version of the latest Mario Kart. Yeah, it's Mario Kart Deluxe Eight. Mario which, Kart Eight. Yeah, Mario Kart Eight Deluxe. It's basically a, a new. It's sort of new, but sort of not. It's basically a port of Mario Kart Eight from the Wii U, yeah. except it's got. A bunch of new features and stuff on it that's like a revamped battle mode and a couple other like new things on it that sort of yeah. make it new but yes, not... you don't have to do this. I'm doing the, the driving now, motion. Yeah, the driving motion for the Wii controller. So we also got we got Splatoon two, which is gonna be a popular one. We got Skyrim, which Autumn is gonna be great for all the, you know, folks who haven't been able to play Skyrim if yep. you're Nintendo fanboys. Uh it came out um six years ago. But still that's oh, hey, five if, and a half. If you've been a devoted Nintendo person and you're like, oh, Nintendo all the way, I'm not buying any. Now you have an option. Now you're like, oh, want to see what this Skyrim thing is? Yeah, let's see what this Skyrim is about. Jokes. I do have a question. Um, Just mm-hmm. uh, stop me if I sound. Uh, I get the uh, Arab Sydney joke. Five I know. Years Sorry. Dumb. I know. Anyway, <laughs> so I really want to play Rhyme. Okay. So will I be able to play that on Xbox? Um, is there like a, a cross-platform? Yeah, I don't know if it's an actual exclusive title, is it? Let me look it Supposedly up. coming out in spring of 20, 2017. Because yeah. I looked that up, and it? it's also R-I-M-E. R-I-M-E. We'll take a look at it. It's really cool, because I feel like it kind of goes into that genre where it's like kind of relaxing gameplay. You notice that, where there's not really any big, scary enemies? or It's just kind of doing stuff. It's going to come out May 2017 for PC, Switch, PlayStation 4, Xbox One. Okay, so it is for all titles. Or all consoles, right? So, from what I've heard in the industry, and this is slightly veering away from Nintendo a little bit, but exclusives are... A lot of companies have openly stated that they're done with the idea of exclusivity. Um, obviously, you're going to have your staples for everyone where you're not going to see Halo on any other console. Right. You're not going to see Killzone on any other console. And you're not going to see the menagerie of uh, Nintendo games on any other console. Which makes sense. Um, which, is, which is fine. But a lot of companies are doing away with the concept of exclusivity in that it's really a... Sh- um, not a promising investment anymore, right. and they're moving on. Which, 
Good for them. That's fine. Yeah. Like that's if it, if it means that I get to get more titles on PC, I'm all for it. That's True. that's it's good for the consumer audience because not everyone's going to have a Xbox, PlayStation, Nintendo, and a good gaming PC. Yeah. Right. Like you're lucky if you get two of those. Yeah. Um, okay. So, any other games in here that are interesting that people want to bring up? Like another Sonic game. Uh, There's another Sonic Mania Sonic game. Sonic Mania, out. except this one actually I'm really excited for because Which it is... is literally they took all of the stuff from the retro Sonics yeah. and they're literally using that as a crafting material to make new stuff. Okay. Mm. So, it's yeah. like if you enjoyed like Sonic 1 through 3 and you didn't really care for much of the 3D transition, yeah. this is literally all 2D Sonic done in the classic art style. Okay. Oh, so, that's really cool. definitely look into that if you're into that. So, thing. not Sonic Boom. Yep. Not Sonic Boom. <laughs> not Boom. <laughs> hey guys, I know what you should be really excited for. What's How about that? Ultra Street Fighter 2, which seems really all weirdly right. titled? I. That's what they do for Street Fighter. People are like, okay, Street Fighter 2. Oh, what are you going to do no, there? No, Ultra like, cool. Street Fighter 2. No, Street Fighter. Street Fighter 2 is the best Street Fighter. But is it's it? Ultra now. But I think that's the consensus. Yes. The I consensus. mean, I don't know anything about it. I, I played Street I own then, Street Fighter 4, and okay. I know that we're on 5 right now, so the fact that I'm th- seeing 2 in the lineup Street is Street Fighter like, 2 is the classic. It feels if like I a remember step correctly, back. If I remember correctly, Street Fighter 2 was the Street Fighter of like my childhood, which was like... The classic M. Bison, Blanca, uh, Guile, Ryu, Ken, the works. The, no, no extra... Do, like, the, the the lineup was good. The lineup was solid. You never had any character that you didn't like. It was like, okay, I don't prefer this character. But, like, design-wise, they're all great. They all hit the right notes. Then you have, like, the other Street Fighters, where you have, like, people with weird, craggy faces and, like, awkward character designs and stuff that you're just like, ah, this doesn't feel right. Dan Hibiki, what are you? But Street Fighter 2 is like, it's essentially like making an HD remake of a game. Yes. So I'm assuming, because I'm not, I haven't looked up anything about Street That's Fighter 2. That's more or less what it is. That it's essentially an HD remake yeah. of to, Street Fighter 2. To be fair, I think best. Super Street Fighter, I think they keep releasing 2, they, they keep, keep adding adjectives to the title. That's the joke. Well, no, yeah, that's what Capcom does. They, when that, with every, like, new <laughs> uh, update, usually, like, for example, I remember Street Fighter 4, it was, there was Street Fighter 4. There was uh, Super Street Fighter 4, and then there was Ultra Street Fighter 4, and then there was Ultra Street Fighter 4 Omega. The reason that they kept doing this was because that was the new name for each patched version. Right. (laughs) So it's like, okay, well, with this we're introducing, like, a couple new characters and uh, revamping a bunch of balance changes and stuff like that. So, well, this is going to be now Super Street Fighter 4. Of course. Oh, we have more new characters, more balance changes, Ultra Street Fighter 4. So, like, five So, with every every new version and with every, like, updated thing... Super Ultra, Fantastic, Special, Street Fighter. Something like that. If they're smart, they'll just keep it Street Fighter 2 Deluxe. Be, and then the next Street Fighter game will come out. It'll be an entirely different thing. You yeah. know what, Zach? I need, the, I need more adjectives. Take your, you, you take gold and you leave gold as it no, is. No, I need more. I got you it. don't bedazzle it. it. Okay, okay. You should, go, We're going to go Super Ultra Mega Hyper Street Fighter. Special Snowflake. 12 Third Strike. Delta Omega. Now. Yeah. yeah, that's how you lose your fan. <laughs> no, no, that's how you win. That's how you win the industry. Okay. Assassin's okay. Creed Brotherhood can easily be shortened to Aspros. <laughs> so the more words that you add and adjectives you add to a title, the more likely you are to get something stupid. Okay. 
You know uh, what? I am not content until right. I go through it no, we're getting, having a stroke. we're getting there. So we got to... We got to wrap up the Nintendo Switch. Okay, okay. Wrapping up the Switch. It sounds cool. I'm excited for some stuff, but I'm probably not going to, like, buy a Switch until there's, like, a really... Uh, big really good stuff. reason for you to do it. Yeah. Well, like, you know, Fire Emblem Warrior sounds cool. Yeah. And I've always been a fan of, like, the Warrior series. Or if so I fall into family money. Pat, final thoughts? Which I don't have. Um, about the Nintendo Switch? Yeah. I think there's a lot of... Pro- well, okay. There's a lot of hype that gets generated that's very much on the American side. Nintendo hasn't really uh, overhyped it themselves. And I'm I'm just a little worried about uh, promises that mm. are might not get kept. No Man's Sky was a little bit of the <laughs> user base kind of hype, and I don't want something like that to happen again. But also, I know Nintendo has a habit of being... Uh, Unforgiving, like like mentioned before, it's console based and unforgiving with accounts. Yeah. So there's that. Okay. All right. All right. Any other final thoughts? I think that's good. Nope. Right. Yes. I'll just. Oh. Yes. I mean, I'll wrap it up if uh, you want to. Portable Skyrim. Uh, portable Skyrim. <laughs> that's that's selling done. point. So for yeah. yeah perfect. All right. Can I talk about something now? All right. Uh, All right. So did you want to talk about others? Yeah, we have, we have a couple minutes left. All right, perfect. All right, so uh, CES happened, which is, I think, Consumer Electronics something. I don't know what that stands for. Uh, probably, like, you know. Snakes. Yeah. Consumer Electronics Snakes. Electronic no, show. It's show. show. Consumer Electronics. I'm So a lot of kind of cool stuff happened with, like, if, if you're into, like, TVs and stuff. Mm. Uh, but Snakes. what I kind of want to focus on is Razer released a concept laptop called Project Valerie. Which is it's a seventeen point three inch laptop, which has two other screens that come out of it. So you essentially have a three seventeen inch screens in one laptop. Before you say anything, that laptop I believe is stolen, and they're looking for the. They laptop. stole two. Two of them. Two out of the three that they had. So there's like a twenty five thousand dollar reward out there to get the. Yeah, buy. but they have cameras. Um, another fascinating thing I found about it is that. Uh, base stats, it can run uh, the HTC Vibe mm. or the Oculus. Okay. Uh, but this is just the concept. So, yeah. you're telling me that I can run the virtual reality goggles on the laptop that has three screens, so I don't need any of the screens for the laptop? <laughs> yeah. Why? Like, okay, like... No, it's just giving you options. Well, no, because mm-hmm. I used I've used an HTC Vive and I've used an Oculus Rift uh, that other people have had, mm-hmm. and the whole concept behind that is that it takes your shitty living space yes. and lets you game like if, if you're just it's, it's playing a game, immersion. it's yeah. just like oh, I can have a screen this big or I can have a screen as big as I want to play games on because I it's been like oh, home theater mode. And it's like a huge personal movie theater. So the fact that they would have it compatible with a thing that has three screens is like redundant. Well, the way I see it is um, the VR capability is more about immersion, and the yeah. widescreen is about enhancing options in current gameplay. I, I'm not the person to really talk to because I'm just sort of one <laughs> screen. Like, it feels a little too much. Yeah. Like, if I had three screens lying around, I yeah, sure, I can configure them. But otherwise, like, there's no real, like, that isn't a selling point for me. If they're like, here's a laptop, it has three screens. I'm like, why do I need that? Because I don't. I was they, like, they, they did it because they could. I mean, I, I need like, the, I was literally thinking it would be good that. for work for me because I need three yeah. screens to work. Just make it a robot. Uh, <laughs> all right, moving on. Project right. Project Valerie happened. It's a concept. Uh, there was also some VR stuff, which uh, 
This is kind of a joke thing, but Tinder did a VR thing. Oh, God. But what it was, it was like a headset that both people were on, and all it did was make you look at the other person. So it was basically a performance art piece saying... Uh, saying something. Uh, yeah. We're not sure what. Uh, but what I found interesting is the Vibe announced that they're working on a little wireless thing for their... Um, for the headset? Doohickey. Yes. Okay. Yeah, so you can be wireless, but what um, I think HTC and NVIDIA did is they both have... Well, HTC has this thing called Viveport, which is essentially Netflix for VR games. So you pay a base subscription, and then you can download VR games. Whatever games you want, and then you can play play them. Try it out, so you don't actually have to buy them. And what NVIDIA did is something called GeForce Now. Yeah, which, they did. <laughs> Go on, sorry. Which, um... Serenity now? I kind of, like, the video I watched on it kind of made it seem like... Like, what it is is that it's... You pay something to the server. You pay to access the server, and it allows you to play games that you normally wouldn't be able to run, because your computer's not running it. It's running online. Dude, it's so awesome. It's such a... No- it's, it's a concept they've been working on for a couple of years, actually. They originally yeah. announced it... I want to say in 2014, but it's it's like it's the future to me. Like it's yeah. saying you don't need you don't need a good computer. You don't need to spend thousand dollars on fancy equipment. Just subscribe to the service, and you can play whatever you want on any level of quality. It looks it's a novel concept, and I'm happy that it's uh, actually starting to make ground. Very cool. And then, I mean, if they're doing that with VR games too, that you know that saves you money because yeah. you can just try out VR games, and if you don't like it, you're literally paying for the service. Have they come out with anything like uh, VR gloves yet? Because it's one of those, yeah, because um, just, uh, just nothing worth buying. Because it's yeah. one of the things where like VR would be super cool if I could have like full finger like and actually like, interact. Let me put it this way. Right now, at the current state, the current quality you can buy, it's you're not going to have better gameplay without a controller. But right. it's it's um, it's getting better. Yeah, you know, with which is good. The vibe once the wireless thing happens with the vibe that that frees up you. Tripping that's on that's stuff. huge. That's a, a massive thing. Like yeah, ah, uh, that's going to be nice. But uh, yeah, I mean, eventually we'll get gloves. No, but at, the, at, the, at the rate VR is, we'll get a holodeck somehow. It's just well, going to take a little while. People are also, um, you know, they're trying to do the augmented reality thing. Yeah. Microsoft's well, like, hey, we're still doing this. And we're like, whatever, Microsoft. Yeah. <laughs> you keep doing you, Microsoft. And you keep hanging in, buddy. And people are um, kind of jumping in on Microsoft's thing, though, because they released the uh, like the Surface all-in-one PC massive yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. Where at CES, a bunch of people were like, oh, yeah, we're just going to make uh, monitor versions of that. Pretty much, yeah. So, yeah, that's what's happening. And that's all that happened on CES. Nice. All right. I So one thing that I've been sort of uh, nerding out a little bit over is Kingdom Death, which is a board game that was on Kickstarter. Uh, they had a successful Kickstarter, uh, I think, a year ago. Mm-hmm. But now they've decided to do another Kickstarter. And uh, <laughs> because of the success of the last one, they were like, oh, we're going to add expansions, we're going to add new models, we're going to repackage a lot of the other models that we haven't been selling because we just did, like, one run. Uh, and people seem to really like Kingdom Death. And I was like, okay, let's, you know, see how this goes. The game essentially plays, like, a mix of uh, Civilization, uh, Dark Souls, and Monster Hunter. Uh, which is crazy, if that 
doesn't seem like something that would match up, but it sort of makes sense. Is it a board um, game? It is a board game, yeah. Fascinating. With, like, That's plastic, like, more perplexing. stuff. Um, and then here's the thing. So they, they started the Kickstarter, and they're like, okay, $100,000 is our goal. Um, they just finished their Kickstarter successfully, and they made... Uh, I believe it's uh, $12.5 million. Holy shit! <laughs> yeah, uh, let me double check that number. No, sorry. $12,393,139,000 with only 1,900 backers. So Wow. And it was like, like, I was impressed back when they hit like 8 million. And this was, like, they hit like 5 to 6 million day one. And like since it has just been like increasing, really? well, because their backer like their pledge amounts are like really expensive. If I remember correctly, it was like I think the lowest one was like uh, 150 bucks, and then everything else was from like 200 up to like five grand. Jeez, and it was crazy. But you got a lot out of it. And oh, I bet you did. Yeah, it was one of those things for people who already have like the main game. This was stellar for them, and it was and like if you just wanted the game, well, that was like a $300, like, backer thing. tier, yeah. yeah. Um, but I was just really impressed by, like, how they how they got that much money, and also, like, just the community outreach, because I've been looking through the comments and stuff. Everyone seems to really like this game, who has it. Uh, even if they don't have it, they're like, it's, you know, pretty cool. And I've seen a lot of different, like, the models look just stellar. Like, I'm just passing a visual around. Oh wow! One of the models. And it's such, and that's like an actual piece that's that, from the original. Holy crap! Thing. That's incredibly detailed. And they put out some good work. And they definitely they have a lot of you know good stuff. Um, and I've just been sort of impressed by the level of detail that some of their wow. like models have already come out with. Was this 3D printed? Uh, I'm not sure. I think some of it might have been 3D printed, but I think others might have been uh, resin. Other ones might have been plastic molds. Because oh. it's so detailed. That. I know. No, it's it's very... Well, they do a very good job of doing model sculpts through like a 3D modeling program oh. that they show you. And then they use that to help detail to create a, everything. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty so cool. So it's one of those. But that's... I was so impressed that this you know company oh. went and did like a $12 million thing. Yeah, they get more money to create more weird ass fucking sculptures. Oh, yeah. Well, no, stuff they're, for the board game. They're, they're, this, this is a weird like if you want some really creepy fucking sculptures, Kingdom Death is where you go. Wait, when did they announce this? I remember this. Yeah, this I was a uh, name, but I remember seeing this a long time ago. Yeah, well, because they did one. Uh, I think a year ago they did a previous one that was just Kingdom Death, and then this one was Kingdom Death Monster. Oh, but yeah, if you want crazy, like this has some crazy models, some crazy creepy creatures. Which is why there's a comparison to, like, and it's like a high lethality, so it's a comparison between, like, Dark Souls, where it has that. Then another part of it is, like, running a village, where, like, every, you know, lantern year, they call it, uh, they, you know, pass through. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but no, I was just, I was just impressed by, like, how, you know, they made so much money on this Kickstarter, and I'm so glad that they're just, you know... Thank doing you. good work. Good stuff. Yeah, yeah done it. It's always it's good, good to hear good. about a good Kickstarter in lieu of, like, you know, the millions of one that either don't get funded or that are just absolute garbage yeah. when they finally get done. Or you never get Or you never hear back. Three years later. Like, like, oh, is that your yeah. dice pencils? He's still waiting. Ah, dude. The I, I want to say that that might not be happening, but who knows? I only lost $5. I'm not sad. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I mean, you luck out, sometimes you don't. Yeah, optimistic, right? Yeah, it's uh, good to do that. I still have my backer reward right here. Ooh. Oh, the yeah. Dragon Run. Mm, Shadow, run, Shadow bag. run bag. All right, well. Uh, for the audio listeners, he is. You hear that, Adam? It's called Delivered Promises. 
Oh, <laughs> it's so good. Oh. All right. <laughs> Enough All right. of that. Calm yourself. So Enough taunting Adam. We've covered the Switch. We've covered CES. We've covered, say that name again, Kingdom sorry. Death. Kingdom Death. That's so creatively named. That's good that's stuff. That's, that's the podcast for today. That's a pretty good podcast. I, mean, so, so. I know. The first one for the new year. First one yeah. for 2017. Oh, the first one since, like, that's November. Like, yeah. That's Hooray. great stuff. So, anyway, thank you guys very much for listening. We hope that you enjoy listening to our ramblings. You can find us on Facebook, and, of course, you're listening to us either through iTunes or on YouTube. So... Yeah. Feel free to check out some of our other content that we've got uploaded. I guess we're also if you're watching us. We're also on Twitter. If you are watching us, I like that. I like that. All right. All right. So as always, I'm Chad. I'm Zach. I'm Adam. I'm Pat. Alyssa. And we will see you next time. Bye, everybody. See you.